Hi guys, and welcome to another Lockdown Live. Um, I would like to say these are getting quite popular, but I mean, I'm not sure if they are, but I'm certainly really, really enjoying them. So today I've got someone quite special. Um, she is part of my family, um, which is good, so she has to kind of put up put the, put up the right to me. Um, but where she's a little bit different is she has performed in theatre across London, She's done some really good shows, and I think I've pretty much been to all of them. Um, and, you know, I, I think she's great, and I just wanted to kind of talk to her about how it was acting young and, 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 and kind of the pressures. So I'm going to introduce to you Ria. Ria, hi. Hi. <laughs> so how are you, and, and how's the lockdown been for you? It's been good, actually. I think that, well, I think technology's been really good because – if we didn't have technology, I think everyone would be so bored right now. But I've been keeping up with like online training, online classes, doing things like this and mm. FaceTiming my friends and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So just just for everyone else, I mean, how old are you, Ria? And I'm, what year are you in? I'm 14 and I'm in year nine. Cool. And when did you start sort of doing any sort of acting or any sort of drama and stuff like that? Um, I think I was about four years old. Um, okay. Yeah, and I was very shy and I wasn't confident at all. So my mum just put me in stagecoach to boost my confidence. And then from there, I just really loved theatre and I just knew that that's what I wanted to do. Okay, cool. So we'll, we'll come on to the theatre stuff in, in a second. I just, I'm quite interested to know how schooling works because I don't think I've had anyone so far that is in school or, or is a teacher yet. And I do want to do this with the teacher, actually. But... It must be really weird. And then also talk to me about that last day when you were in school, because I can imagine it, uh, leaving work was emotional for me. Like, you know, and, and I will see them again soon. But leaving school, it just must have been really different. It was actually. It was really sad. And actually, you could see some of the teachers were even trying not to cry because it was really unexpected. And we all were really confused and we were all like hugging each other and just because we don't know when we're going to see each other again. So it yeah. was sad, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking about people that were in their last year, like if they were in, you know, year 11 leaving school or sixth form leaving school or year six in primary school. Like, you know, to have your final year, I remember my final day, it was all about signing shirts and it was all fun. Like, you know, and if you, you lose that, it's, it's really sad. But, I mean, obviously at least you you know you'll you'll certainly be back with your kind of, classmates at some point we just, we just don't know when um but so what what how how have you been kind of doing school and making sure you don't fall behind well we have to have we have zoom as well and the teachers basically they call us on there and then we all talk and they put like powerpoints up on teams as well and then we just have to like basically go through them and we still have to wake up early and we have places with the register so that's a bit annoying that we have to do that yeah. but it's basically yeah. a normal school day, but on a laptop instead. Yeah. yeah. You get to wake up a little bit later, though, right? Because you don't have to. Yeah. Make well, I do anyway. It, school starts at 8.20. We register at 8.20, but okay. I think it's about 8.40 now where we can just say we're here. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't worry. I'm the same with, with, with work. I mean, I used to wake up at about half five, quarter to six to go to work. And I don't anymore. <laughs> I yeah, wake up a bit, wake up a bit later, but I'll seven. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, um, but do do you think it's a lot harder um, to kind of keep up with school, or actually, are you finding it it's, it's not too bad? 
it is a bit hard because you feel like you have distractions around you. So I think you could feel a bit less motivated. But then at the same time, I think it is good because you can just kind of teach yourself some bits. And I think kind of it's good for you because you can like learn things yourself at the same time. Mm, cool. Yeah. Well, it's, it's certainly interesting. And it's probably something new for the teachers as well. I can imagine it's quite difficult for them adapting yeah, to this. It was. And, and I suppose if the teachers have children themselves at home, it's even harder to control a class and to have your own children. So bless them. I'm sure they're, they're doing their best. And actually, you know, they, they deserve quite a lot of credit, I guess. Um, so what's it been like for you at home? You've obviously um, got your mum and dad and you've got your little brother who, uh, you know, is, is a character. Um, what's it been like at home for you? Actually, I think it was really funny because sometimes we're all like my mum's on a call with her work. My dad's on a call with his work. My brother's trying to like ask my mum how to do this question. And it's really chaotic. It's it's <laughs> funny, though, because like we're all seeing like how we all work. So it's actually really interesting to see that and spend mm. time with my family, actually. I was going to say that. Is it is it quite nice? to be home with them because you guys you know like like me as well but we have really busy lives I mean you're often you know at drama school acting when you've got shows you're even more busy your brother does a lot of football swimming your dad obviously you know works works in the city and things like that so he's he's often out the whole day kind of working hard so is it quite and your mum as well is obviously working full-time so is it quite nice to have everyone around a bit it is actually it made me feel like actually I don't I don't talk to them as much as I should and like mm. we're all kind of talking now and it, it actually in that respect it is really nice. Mm. Do you have like a routine as well now? Do you feel like you've got a nice routine going? Yeah at first I was actually really not in a routine and I, I was actually mm. struggling I was like I need to get myself into a routine but now that I have I feel a bit better with it. Yeah that's good. So thinking about kind of your your passion which is obviously drama and I you know we've always you know talked a lot about it and with you with drama and me doing sort of football stuff and we've both kind of found our passion and stuff but I mean what was it about sort of performing at a young age you said sort of four years old you were kind of you know stagecoach and stuff like that you probably don't remember exactly at four years old but from from your early memories what was it about like acting and performing and singing and, and drama that you just liked I just felt like that when I was on a stage, I just, I really enjoyed it. And that I really enjoyed like transforming into different characters. And I think I loved being able to express myself in so many different ways. And I just feel like when you're with the cast on stage, it just feels like a family. And that's what I actually, that's what I love about theatre. Mm. So what was your first big break? What, what um, was well, I at the age of 10, I had my first professional job, which was Ragtime. And that show for me was really, really special because... Oh, for me too. Yeah. The storyline was, like, it was really timely with everything that's happening in the world. And it was so emotional. And that's why I, will, I always remember that show. Mm. I remember coming to watch the show on the day the US president election was held when Donald Trump became US president. And obviously we're not doing anything political here, but obviously that was that was a big day in, in history. Yeah. And I'm sure I came to your show. Because I think Ragtime, I came to the, the first one, the last one, and a couple in the middle as well. Yeah, it was you just, did, yeah. It was, it was in Charing Cross, and it was just absolutely amazing, wasn't it? 
it, it was an amazing show to be part of, yeah. Mm. I mean, you had done, obviously, a few other kind of, you know, shows and stuff before that. You had done kind of the, what, the Secret Garden and yeah, you had done funny. things like that, which were, yeah, we obviously were smaller. But what was it about Ragtime? What, did you feel that step up? So I'm thinking, if I think about it in, in football terms, you know, you're playing in a park and then you're playing professionally. It's a step up and that's probably similar for you. How was that? How was that step up? It was a step up because it was like the show itself, like to be, to, for that to be my first job, I was, I, I was honoured because I was on stage with such amazing people and I was mm. learning from all these creatives and I was, I feel really honoured to be able to do that at the age of 10 and, you know, to, yeah. yeah. It was a great, it was a great cast as well, wasn't it? It was just a really nice group of people. I remember talking to one or two of them outside when we were waiting for you and, and stuff like that. And they were just, just real humble sort of human beings, which is really nice. Um, how, how did you sort of deal with like learning lines and just remembering stuff? I know there's lots of rehearsals and stuff, but day one, when you're starting to, did it ever feel like, wow, how am I going to learn this? Like it, it was actually, for ragtime, I didn't actually have that many lines, but I was on stage yeah. a lot. But for like Adrian Mole, which mm. I had like so many lines that I had to learn. And I, I for me, I basically do a voice recording where I read the other characters' lines and then... Okay. I then from there I play the recording and then I say the other characters' lines and then okay. I speak. So yeah. <laughs> do you kind of do, when you do the voice recording? Do you leave a gap then when you're going to say your line, or do you just pause it every time? Um, I I leave a bit of a gap. Yeah. Sometimes it's not. It doesn't not work, enough. Yeah, yeah, it's good yeah. because I can learn my cues and then also my lines at the same time. Mm. So you mentioned Adrian Mole, and obviously that was your your most recent one. Certainly the the biggest recent one. I know you've done a, done a few bits um, since as well. But what was that like? Because that that was Covent Garden. That was yeah. like that was big. I mean, Charing Cross was big for me, but Covent Garden. I mean, what was? I mean, do do you? I think do you remember when you got the call? And even for Ragtime, I guess it's the same thing. But your feelings on the day you got the call saying you've got the part. I mean, how how was that? Oh my gosh, basically my mum wasn't picking up her phone because we were on holiday and we had to change it so many times because of the audition. Yeah, yeah. And when I found out, I was I was like shocked. It wouldn't sink in because it was like, I've always wanted to be in the West End and it just felt really unreal to me. So I was mm. like, oh my God, yeah. How, how many shows did you do in the end for Adrian Moore and even Ragtime? How many like were there? Um, I think for Adrian Moore, we had to do four shows a week. And then we swapped because there were three yeah, other, other teams. teams. Yeah. yeah. And then for Ragtime, I can't actually remember because it was such a long time ago. Um, yeah. I think it have... was about the same. Yeah. Yeah, it must have been quite a few. I mean, how long were they in theatre for? Do you remember roughly? Like, was it a couple of months, um, three, four months? Yeah, for Adrian Malt was just through the whole of summer. Mm. Was, yeah. And then Adrian, um, and then Ragtime, I think it was. It must have been, I think, through summer to October or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that, wasn't it? And what's what what's pressure to you? Like, is pressure because um, there's different types of pressure, right? So, is pressure learning the lines and knowing you got to learn them by a certain time? Is it on stage on your first day? Is it you know uh, the last show, first show? I mean, what what's pressure to you? I think pressure is 
or that feeling before you're going on stage thinking what if I get this wrong or what if I miss my line what if I miss my cue but I think to you need to like get those nerves and just put them into your performance because at the end of the day you're transforming into another character so you can't bring your real life feelings into that and I cope with that sometimes I listen to music before I just shake out my nerves and or I talk to the other cast members to try and yeah just just relax a little bit and yeah and, yeah have you have you ever made a mistake on on stage and if you have cause i think everyone would have i think we all I've, I've done live interviews where i've just said something accidentally <laughs> wrong or maybe even said a rude word by accident i think even on one of these lives i, I accidentally used a bad word so <laughs> so it, it happens you know mistakes are, are part of life it's how we learn from them but i mean do you remember um a, sort of a, a mistake you've made and, and how did you sort of recover from it in the immediate in terms of, you know, you've done something wrong. How did you then recover? Well, because it's like in such a quick moment. So like, I think there's been a couple of times where I forgot some of my lyrics to a song mm. and the music was playing, but I just have to think, okay, I've done that. I, I do think about it after the show, but I'm still doing the show. So I have to just move on to the next scene. Otherwise it will just throw off my performance. Mm. It's just like anything, right? You've got to put it out of your mind quickly. Yeah, um, and in your in, in sort of in in your cast and your theatre, are, are people do people pick up on those mistakes? And does your cast would a, would a, would a, a fellow colleague of yours tell you at the halftime interval break or intermission that do you know that you made that mistake, or is it kind of like actually no one does because you as a as an actress know that you've, you've made the mistake and you don't need someone to tell you. Well, sometimes the creatives, they'll watch the show and then they'll probably feed back. Or if they knew it was a big mistake, they might come in in the interval and just say, well, like, don't worry about it because mm. it will be OK. Uh, but, yeah, usually they do feedback after the shows. OK, that's fair. And, you know, I think you, you sort of undersold your role at Adrian Moore a little bit because you were the lead kind of female weren't you I mean it yeah, wasn't like yeah. a, well, when you said in ragtime you didn't have as many lines as you had in Adrian Moore well I think in Adrian Moore you were <laughs> you were pretty much there the whole time you were the lead how was doing that show like as it went on and you were doing it every sort of not every night because there was teams but you're doing it quite often how, how did that feel like how did you deal with one school to, to balance it out two um the kind of pressure of performing every night and sort of three i guess like uh, balancing family time and stuff like that as well because you're yeah. at school you're rehearsing you're performing you're just you know how did you deal with all that it was really hard to balance but luckily my school were really supportive and mm. You know, I had to do work during like sometime in rehearsal when we had free time in rehearsal. And then sometimes I had to bring my script into school, like to learn some lines and stuff. But I think my school were really supportive and they really helped me balance that out. And I don't think it will ever be perfectly balanced because, you know, it's hard to do mm, that. Um, yeah. And do you sort of you know, thinking about even earlier in your life and stuff, is there any, like, do you feel there's any regrets or any opportunities you missed that you think, oh, you know what, if I could go back, I wish I'd done that. Or are you actually quite, are you really happy with kind of what you've done to date? I am happy with what I've done to date, but sometimes I guess there are those auditions where you get like to the final round out of two people and you're like, oh, I was so close. But I guess you can't let that, you know, be it playing in your mind all the mm. time because... 
yeah, you'll miss the other opportunities. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good point actually. I mean, that that obviously happens to everyone. You know, it, there'll be people who are maybe watching this who have been for a job interview. They've got to the final two and they they haven't got the job, and that's that's life. How did how, how have you dealt with that when actually you've got to the kind of final stages and and unfortunately for whatever reason it hasn't happened to you? Do you get disappointed? Do you do you need a day or two just to kind of you know for everyone to leave you alone and not ask you about it so you can get yourself straight and then you're ready to talk about it, or do you just kind of forget about it straight away and move on? I think if I really wanted to get it and I was that close and I didn't, I will feel a bit disappointed or disheartened but then I know that I have to move on to the next audition because in theatre there'll always be a lot more like rejects than getting into stuff but I guess that's the way it is you just have to cope with it yeah and what 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 motivates you what what gets you out of bed every day thinking I want to rehearse or I want to because I can imagine there's some long days in that but what motivates you I think watching other actors and actresses, like if it's in musicals or even on Netflix, sometimes I just mm. watch them. I'm like, this is amazing. Like that is insane. Like that's what I want to do. And looking at those actors and, you know, like Emma Watson, for example, she's such an inspiration to me. And I just love her as an actress and also as a person. And I think what she does is amazing. And that inspires mm. me. Is it important to have those sort of role models just because... Yeah, is it important to have them? I think so, because even if it's like a family member or anyone just to look up to, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, Don't don't look up to me. Um, But yeah, no, I I, I sort of totally agree. And I guess what's kind of the dream for you? What what if, if, you know, if you're still very young, (laughs) Let's, let's, let's not forget that. So you have got years and years and years ahead of you. Um, hopefully performing on on stages, but but what's the dream like for you? Very open ended question. Um, that's a good question. I think I really love performing on stage, and I'd like to continue that and develop my training. And I'd like to maybe go to drama school, but also I I would really like to get into some screen like or on TV because that's something I haven't done, and I just yeah. think it would be an amazing experience to do that. Yeah. And would you would you ever do anything abroad? Is that a dream of yours, or is it kind of a yeah, maybe, but it's not a dream dream. It's not yeah. like something you think about every day. Actually, I'd love to. I, I'd really love to travel the world and perform in different places, not just the UK. You know, Broadway and America and New York. Mm. I'd love to do that. Yeah. And I guess at the moment we're obviously going through kind of challenging times. Um, and that that is why this is called a lockdown live because unfortunately we are in we are in lockdown yeah. but i mean that that must be quite hard for you because this would be a time where you would be looking around well you might be in a show or or certainly looking around for kind of maybe even christmasy now shows would have started to do the auditions now obviously because then the rehearsals would start in the summer i presume so does it feel weird that there's, there's not, because obviously there's going to be less opportunities because there aren't as many shows. Does that feel really like frustrating for you, not having those kind of shows to go for? Yeah, it does actually, but I just have to remember that this isn't going to be forever. Mm. And the more people that stay at home, the hopefully the quicker this will all be over because health is the most important thing. Yeah. But when it's all over, I can't wait to get back into yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kind of like, are you still keeping skills going? Like, if I think about kind of myself, I, you know, I'm, I'm using some of the downtime to upskill myself in, 
in stuff like, you know, I'm obviously working social media, but I'm trying to do a bit more photography. I'm trying to do learn a little bit about website coding and stuff, which may or may not help my job. I don't know. But it just, I'm using this time to kind of learn new things. Are you trying to do something similar or is there anything you're, you're doing at the moment that's kind of cool? Yeah, well, I've been just keeping up with my training. So I'm still having like online singing, acting, dancing Mm. lessons. But I've also been doing new skills. Like I've been trying to like work out on the treadmill and I've been cycling actually. And I've been doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And is there anything cool you're watching on Netflix or anything like that? Um, Well, actually, I'm watching quite a few things. So I I just finished watching the series called On My Block and that's, that's really, really good. I loved it. It has a mixture of all different emotions. And yeah. there's a new series um, called Never Have I Ever, I think. Okay. And yeah, I yeah. just watched the first episode recently, and I think I'm going to keep watching that. It's very good. Yeah. And just, I'm going to let you go in a second. Um, but when you are in that sort of rehearsing, performing, or finished rehearsing, but you're performing, you've got school and stuff, do you actually get time to zone out there? Like, do you get time to do much or actually is it quite intense but you always think three four months intense I'll I'll enjoy life later actually that's a really good question because now that I'm in lockdown I am realizing that actually I don't get much time to mm. have downtime and obviously that's really important but I do try and squeeze it in like even if it's like 30 minutes just to just to relax that's mm. something that I think I should be doing yeah Okay, cool. I'm going to end with some quick fire questions, right? So you can just kind of okay. <laughs> give me quick answers. And, and I haven't really planned for this, so this is going to be a little bit thingy. But your 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 feeling when you first performed on stage? Um, excited. You, the feeling when your mum and dad first saw you perform on stage? Nervous. The feeling that you had on the opening night of Ragtime? Um, um, probably, (laughs) probably confident, I think, no, not confident, not confident. Um, I think I was, I was excited, but nervous. Okay. Uh, But I think confidence is good. And and I I did, um, did a, a lockdown live with Jamie Raven, who was a magician that did our charity thing. And he was telling me, because it was on the, on the day I, I remembered that he, he performed about nine o'clock, if you remember that evening. Yes, right? I do. And, and you guys came around half five, six for the thing. He had, he had arrived at about three, half three, really early. And I told him, you can arrive at whenever you want. We'll do a little sound check around five. But you arrived at half three. And I always thought that early but it was, do you remember it was raining that day and stuff so I thought maybe it was just oh, yeah. because of that and stuff it was only actually when I did the lockdown I found out that he, the, the reason why he did that is he always says to himself in order for him to deal with the nerves he needs to be bored of the venue so he gets to the venue really early and by the time he's performing he's so bored of the venue that he just wants to perform and then he's excited to perform so he's not nervous he's like I don't want to sit in that room I want to perform do what I'm d- d- good at so I thought that was a really interesting thing. Sometimes it's not always possible, obviously, but I thought that was just, just a really interesting kind of tactic, I guess. Um, but, um, okay, uh, uh, last two questions. Let me think. Um, when the last night of Adrian Mall, so that really emotional last night when you've just done four months' worth and you know you're that's it. Sad. I, I yeah. wasn't ready to move on. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and how did you move on? Because, I mean, the next... 
morning, I mean, it, it, it must be like when you wake up the next morning, it must be like, you just think, wow, this is over. What, what should I do now with my time? Yeah, it Adriamol took up actually so much of my life at that time. Mm. So it was hard to move on. I'd say it took, it must have taken about like a month for me to properly just forget about it. But obviously the memories will always be there because it was such an amazing uh, opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And were you singing the songs in your head for like weeks? Yes, I was. Yeah. I was listening to the music. I had the lines, all the songs. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Because I, I what, how many times? I Six or seven times maybe I watched it. And I was singing the songs. I, I think I yeah. texted you a couple of times with a few of the things. Because yeah, yeah. we, we, were, we were at home. Yeah, we were just singing. We were just like, yeah. And we were saying like lines from it. I mean, you know, for anyone that is, saw it, there might be someone that saw it. I mean, that. Your character was amazing. Mr. Lucas, that character was oh, yeah. just yeah. absolute epic. And we were just, we were, we were saying his lines for weeks and weeks. And we still do sometimes. We still, we still do. Okay, last question. If you had to give a tip to anyone young, so younger than you, so you think back for what, your 14, uh, 10, eight years when you were about six, seven maybe, and think someone who wants to do a bit of drama and stuff, what would you suggest? How how should they get into it? And what's your tip? Um, well, I'd say just start like putting yourself out there and go for like open auditions for like um, theatre schools near you and always be yourself because a lot of people sometimes lose themselves in the process. But the most important thing is you and to always be yourself and remain humble. Yeah. Okay. And then one final question, sorry, on the back of that, is what message would you have for someone who, who that person who you're describing, but their parents? Because I, I know that your mum has been, and dad, but your mum especially has been really, really amazing, taking you to rehearsals, doing this. And I mean, before you were born, you know, I, I used to come and stay at your mum's when we were younger and, and we would watch football and, and, you know, she was amazing with me as well. But But why is it so important that you have someone like that who can support you? Because I'm thinking of, People going into it younger who need who who wanna wanna act or wanna perform, they need that level of support from their parents. But why is it important? Because it's such a big commitment, and you can't get through it yourself. You'll need somebody like my mum and dad have been so supportive because they've been they've been happy times and they've also been sad times where I've needed their support, and I don't think I would have been able to do it without them. Great. Ria, thank you very much for joining me. Thank, thank you for, for your time me. and thank answers. And, and hopefully you, you've helped people who are younger think, actually, I'm going to give it a go. So, yeah, do it. You. <laughs> yeah. So stay safe, look after your brother, and, um, yeah, keep being you. Yeah. Thank you, you too.